When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. Why would you eat that cookie? And to Don. I believe in heaven. And to myself. 2020 to present. The downfall. No one respects a consonant like Adam Schefter. <laughs> that's, an, that's a good one. And lastly, of course, tonight we say good evening to Andrew. We had a little quick birds chat. And if you missed the news earlier, yes, uh, we did announce that Andrew Gunling is leaving for greener pastures. Do you have any sad music over there, uh, RJ? There's only one song we know. We have a sad song, don't we? Sure. I need to hear it. What What I'd ask you, I called you? You said that RJ? you have any sound, RJ. <laughs> See, Andrew, doesn't it make you feel good to know I'm going to be calling people your name for years? Uh-huh. Here we go. Let it play. Somewhere between indifferent and good. I will fight you after this show. <laughs> I try every day. Just take the L. It's not fair. I will literally never resign. You will have to fire me. <laughs> not good. Somewhere between indifferent and good. <laughs> How would you rate Andrew? Well, that really was moving. how would you rate andrew's years as a producer don somewhere between indifferent and good we're all grown up now that's spectacular what's the number one andrew drop oh the horse poop one you think or is it or is it him destroying me that just one drop madness didn't it It just one drop that's right oh we should probably should probably play that one do you have that one over there anthony Andrew, who would you say is the best Brazilian available I could find in the Euros? Brazil is a South American country, so they're not playing in the Euros. And he did the same thing to me recently. Isn't there a more recent drop where he also thrashed me? I don't even remember what the topic was, but he did the exact same thing. Yeah, after. The same level of disrespect. I remember what it is. Um, the trade for Donovan Mitchell. Ochi Abajai. <laughs> and then you asked, I just can't remember what I saved it as. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Hold on. I think we found it. Andrew, how do you say the name? Not like that. No. <laughs> Some of the best dry humor on the program. Mm. It's the hard part of this job. And it was it's annoying, Don, because it was inevitable, too. You knew, you knew, you and I both knew. You and I had private conversations that we were going to lose them one day. Oh, yeah. It had it's, to happen. It's, um... And he kind of lied to us in one of those drops. Huh? Oh. 
I know what you're referring to. I will to. literally never resign. You will have to fire me. <laughs> Isn't that in reference to Drop Madness, though? It is. And he didn't resign from Drop Madness, but I'm assuming it would be very difficult at this point well, for him got to some, leave. Carve out some free time in March. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. whoever is going to be still here be doing the, it would the, ask for help. He could still be part of the committee. If a committee came together, he could listen. You know, We don't know if he'll still even hear the show, though. He's going to be working right through the show. So anyways, we say thank you to Andrew tomorrow because... Last show with us as producer of the Michael K show. Man, a lot of tweets about it. Well, a lot of impact that this guy had on the listeners. He's our version of you know uh, what's from live with. Um, he's Gilman. Yeah, Gelman. He's Gelman. Yeah, I mean, meaning that there's not a lot of shows that have their producer be as a significant part like you'll listen to a lot of shows and i'm not saying it's wrong but you know that they'll mention the person's name but you know have the mic be able to contribute question if not argue with the hosts right yeah. i mean not honestly fill in remember he's done enn doesn't better than you that's right he does do you I have a question by the yeah. way should he do enn tomorrow I, I leave it up to him because it is extra work for him. Does he really want to go out I, but I th- with a sweat? Here's the thing. I think he's going to say that he oh, should. Oh, Chai He's going to say that he shouldn't do it and I should do it. But the reality is I feel it would be, I think it would be a nice way to go out. Andrew, we leave it to you. All right. What do you say? Let me think on it. All right. Sleep on it. I want you to know that either way, I'll come on in the next segment and do the NFL announcer lineup. Don't you worry about it. I don't want anyone to worry that they're not going to know who's announcing the games. Yeah, it's happening. Don't you worry. Okay? You can count on that on Fridays. Let's go! Now, uh, Drew Brees went on the uh, AP Pro Football Podcast. And and bored people to tears. He said that he's open to a return to the broadcast booth. Mm. But is is any broadcast booth open to you, Drew? Right. Just listen. Great quarterback. Just he left a little to be desired as an analyst. I definitely feel like I walked away with a pretty good skill set if I choose to go back to it, he said. I think the world by which the fans consume the game is also changing. Well, he, He's making it seem like he walked away. Right. They didn't want you back, no? No, I'm sure there's some place that would hire him. But to me, you know what level he is? And this is not uh, – it, it really wasn't even his fault. Like, I don't know why he was given such a high-profile gig right off the it was, field. No, it was stupid. Yeah, he is ever. he is probably someone that could be, you know, the fourth or fifth announcer on Fox or CBS. Start off that way. Yeah. You know, and, get and some, you, you know, it. regional coverage or whatever. And then in a couple of years, maybe build up to getting a chance to work the four twenty fives and, and the main event. I because I, 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 I'm not saying there's no talent there, but there just wasn't national level stuff. He's a name, good looking guy, but he just, they, did. Did they use him for actual games, or he was doing just like the um, like before game NBC chit chat? I don't remember. No, uh, he was just. It was. He the, wasn't in the booth, right? I could have sworn he did a, a couple of games. I don't think I don't he know. went in the booth. I got. We're gonna look that up, Peter. Yes, that's what. See, that's why I'm confused. I, I thought I saw him do games, and what was it? Notre Dame. It was Notre Dame games. Got it. They're still playing Notre Dame, huh? Still running the football back every weekend. Good for them. It's nice to know that's still happening. Well, I would never know. I mean, it, literally, the, the idea of NBC coming on my TV on a Saturday is, prior to 11:30 p.m. is like. Is it? Is 
Is it like to the level of golf for me? No, because I could, in the right board situation, enjoy a college football game. You never would enjoy golf. Ever. So on a random Saturday, I have absolutely nothing to do, and I, I flip by and I see, you know, there's an Michigan-Michigan State is 27-all in the fourth quarter. I would keep it on. So, I, yeah, I can't go as far as saying I'm you in golf, but it's just like the principle of college football. There's something about it that just annoys the hell out of me. Uh, it just says here on his Wikipedia page, which could always be dangerous, but I think this one is safe. Uh, following his retirement from the NFL, Breeze was hired by NBC Sports to serve as the color analyst for the network's Notre Dame games and on Football Night in America working in the booth alongside play-by-play announcer Mike Tirico. He left after the season on May 15, 2022. So he did do some NFL games too. I think eventually they started to work him out of it early. Right. Because it wasn't him, working out. I remember him being on the sideline one day when it was freezing cold. Was it during the playoffs? And he wasn't wearing a hat. Like, I, I remember him being outside. It's funny the things something. that stick with you. Yeah, I don't know why I remember that, but I do. But listen, everyone knows you cannot. I'm wearing my hat! Everyone knows it's very hard. It's very hard to keep a gig at NBC unless your last name is Collinsworth. In which case, out of the womb, they put you right on the air. Just hand you a mic and send you up there. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Um, let's keep Stop it. Let's, let's keep things going. Mike with the Rizzo, football. just really quick, says a very underrated drop from Andrew, and I'm surprised it wasn't among the list there. Was I not even trying to compete with the Lego guy? Oh, is that even on that page? That's such, I'm not even trying to compete with the Lego yeah, guy. Yeah, that's a good one. That was the day that I said that Andrew literally looks exactly like the Lego man. Like, just generic. Lego. I'm not even trying to compete with okay. that Lego. Okay, good. <laughs> that's that's nice. And then he also, there's another one from the same day, I feel like, where he was like, I'm generic white male, or something like that. Because I said to Andrew, I was like, you literally just look like the generic Lego man. No, even look, the way he dresses. I am generic white male. Well, I'll say this, and this is a compliment. <laughs> from We were looking back, reminiscing during lunch. Sure. There was a picture that Mike Brown sure had. From a birthday uh, meal that we had at Caboose back when we were at Two Pen Plaza, there was a restaurant there that we had. We called it Saucy. It was a, in Buffalo Wings. That had to be twelve years old. The picture, and it, it looks exactly the same. I believe that. I mean, who looks exactly the same a decade later? Well, from and that's from those are big years. How old are you now, Andrew? Thirty-six. Thirty-eight. 38, 26 28 to 38. That's, 26 to 30. Let me help you with the yeah, math there. No, but I, I said I was rounding it off to oh, a okay, decade. Okay. It might have been 12 years, but still. 28 to 38 is a, a, a big difference. I mean, in my case, I look much yeah, better. Yeah, and, and, this, so. this, and, and, and I believe, because you got married, what year was it? Uh, 2011. Right, so you're looking at a single 28-year-old man. Now, a 38-year-old well, married man un- with Unmarried. Kids. Un- 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 unmarried. Unmarried. Well, you know... 
Oh my God, that's ca- that's a Captain Literal man moment. <laughs> no, you made it sound like I was unaunattached, that I was out there. No, I'm running just saying around. you weren't. No, but you weren't married. I mean, so and you didn't have kids. No. And now you're married with kids and a mortgage. I mean, that that age more than years. Yeah. Responsibility is what kills you. Yep. Internally, I'm a disaster. <laughs> but uh, but externally. Gorgeous man, and make sure everyone uh, out there who loves Andrew follows him on Twitter. He does not tweet often, but he's at a gundling, and that way you can keep up with the Caught Offsides pos- podcast and all the different um, Andrew vehicles. And what's the Caught Offside uh, Twitter account, Andrew? Uh, at Co Soccer Pod. Co Soccer Pod. Did you guys um, spend any time this week on the Indonesia tragedy? We did not. As a matter of fact, did you guys mention it? Uh, I, we, I, we didn't mention it. No, we it didn't Monday, mention right? it. No, I, it, it's it's up there, Don. It's up there among the worst sports tragedies of oh, all time. I don't, I don't think it's close. Like there was, uh, well, how many people died? It, it, it was like a triple digits, right? Yeah, no, it was a hundred something. Yeah, I, how could anything even be close? There was one other. I mean, in this, not not here. No, no, there was one in Latin America, um, a long time ago. I believe that was close to it. But for people who don't know, basically, they had this big soccer match in Indonesia. The home team lost, as I understand it, and the fans went on the field afterwards. Now, normally, if the home crowd goes on the field, it's after a win to celebrate. They went on the field after a loss, and the police panicked. Right. And basically broke the cardinal rule of FIFA, an actual rule that FIFA has, which is we don't use tear gas inside stadiums, you, you know, even when if things get crazy. They started just launching off these tear gas grenades all over the stadium, on the field, and even up in the stands. And it just led to a stampede, and over 100 people died. It was absolutely crazy and tragic. How do you botch that that bad? Awful. Just an awful story. Um, Let's something positive here for Giants fans. At least maybe some will think so. Our friend Landline Collins is back. Landon Collins and the Giants finalizing a deal, according to Justina Anderson. Who's this? That's right. The vet is back. Uh, he's being signed to the practice squad, and the expectation is, of course, that he'll be used in a variety of roles, I think, Don, uh, beyond the practice squad. He was their second-round pick in 2015. Um, safety and recently linebacker. Three seasons with my commanders. He, he really seemed to start to, to get comfortable in his last season, and then they parted ways with him. But I'll tell you, if you put him in the right position, Don, he's still a guy now, who's physically capable. Now, from what I understand, he's going to fly out to London, I think privately, because I think the team already left. He's not going to play, but he wants to be in. He wants to see the Well, he's a very in guy. That, that, uh, this is not. This is a good sign. I, I agree with how everything was handled, even during the Gettleman era. It was a lot of money to, to invest in that position. Uh, we talked about that many times before. Uh, but he'll be welcome back. Um, defense that I think once they get Leonard Williams back could be pretty good. I, mean, I agree. They're pretty good now. But you add him, if he could work out to be anything close to who he was before, and then you add Leonard Williams at some point, hopefully he'll well, be back. And, and also, it's a, you know I always think about in situations like this, what's the quality of the person you're adding? And I think he's a quality locker yeah. room guy. So like you're adding a good veteran to it. Let's be honest, Don. With Shep out. He'll be the second most tenured giant well, player. Yeah, because I, I I don't even know. It might even be like Saquon and Jones. I mean, really, who's yeah. who's any holdover from 
He played in 15, 16, no, oh, 17. Have, you know, I, don't, I don't think they have anybody. He left in what, 18 or 19? I think he left in 19. 19, 20, and 21. So he played like four years. Yeah, he's he's up there as a Giants veteran. So nice to get his presence back. Um, LeBron James had some interesting thoughts on uh, the NBA and the future of the NBA. After scoring 23 points in 17 minutes in the Lakers' preseason loss to the Suns, he was asked about the NBA hosting an exhibition game in Vegas, and he replied by angling to be first in line to own a team in Vegas if the league ever expands. Quote, I would love to bring a team here at some point. That would be amazing. I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. Well, it's going to happen. I mean, they've already had an all-star game in Vegas. Now they're kind of behind. I, I really honestly thought the NBA would be the first to do it. Because there was always the, oh, but do you really want the NBA players to be in Vegas? All of them, they take off to go to Vegas when they're in Utah. Like, but now, you know, hockey's work there. Raiders are going to work there. I wouldn't be surprised if baseball even thinks about expanding there because they're talking and, about expansion in baseball. And 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 if LeBron is serious about wanting it, how does it not happen? How is he not able to put – he's a billionaire himself. Well, how does he not put together a group? Yeah, but he can put together a group, but sure. He, but he could put together a group and he could afford to put well, $300 but, million. But the in. question is, how long does he want to play? And they're not going to have him do it while he's playing. So uh, the NHL is already at 32 teams. The NFL has been 32 teams now for a decade. You know, So the NBA, I'm probably thinking they're, they're hot to, to do this, I would think, over the next few years. How much longer is LeBron going to play? Like, oh, is he going to play three, four more years? So when are we going to do this? Would he retire early to do it? Like, let's say the NBA goes to him, we want to be in Vegas in two, three years, LeBron. Are you going to be done in time? Because I don't know if they're going to want to wait. Here in Seattle, too, might want to get back in. That'd be nice really? to get the Supersonics back. Oh, but what nice. other place would, would you, like, Vegas makes sense. What other place do you say, boy, they need a basketball team? Well, maybe Seattle. I don't know the circumstances in which the Supersonics left, but what uh, was it a lack of popularity no. or was the offer just it, too no, good no, in Oklahoma no, no. City? There's a yeah. whole documentary on it called, right. I think, Sonicsgate, which I've seen, and it had nothing to do with lack right. of popularity. It had to do with an, an arena, a new owner who bought the team, Money. who wanted to, who was from Oklahoma and wanted to move them back there, uh, the old owner kind of betraying people and selling them to that guy, knowing that that was going to happen. There, there's a lot to it, right, but the people it. of Seattle did not so, want to lose that So team. with the crack in there now, and you have the Mariners, you have the Seahawks, to, to get back, that that would make sense. Now, uh, now, do you want, how do you how do you do that then? Because then you're putting two teams and they both would have to be in the Western Conference. So who moves mm. to the East <laughs> to get it to be 16-16? Just off the top of your head, Andrew, Who's a Western Conference team that would make more sense and move to the East? Timberwolves. I think I think Timberwolves could move East. Pelicans. No, yeah, no, the Pelicans. Pelicans. That's the answer. That's the answer. Pelicans would have to move, right? I mean, that that that's the furthest. East, it's right? a different time zone, but still, it's it's way more East than than any of the Texas teams. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota. The, the Bulls are a different time zone, and they're in the East. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's the answer. The Pelicans are the answer. So that's what you would do. Wait, but wouldn't you need to do two? You're putting two new teams in the Western Conference. Right, but you're taking the Pelicans and putting them in the East. Right. And that's 16. And that would leave the West with 14 if you take the Pelicans out. And then you'd put Vegas and Seattle in. Now you got 16 and 16. Am I right? right? I know I'm bad at math, but I think I got that figured out right now. It's 15 and 15. 
So boom, remove. So one, remove the 14, Orleans. Now goes, they're at sixteen. Now two more to the West sixteen. Don, you're a genius. I think well, you figured I just, out. <laughs> I have zero confidence when it comes to math. So the fact that you you hit me with silence. If I had confidence, I'd be like, okay, done. Drop the mic. We move on. But because I have zero confidence, we have I thought to ask the silence the was, you moron. What's the matter with you? Yeah, you're an, you're an idiot. No, I think you're oh, right. And your silence was not taking it in. Your silence was, I can't believe he got it right. Let's go to baseball for a second, and uh, let's hear Chris Russo on first take play a couple of hot takes consecutively. <laughs> this one's Chris Russo on the Mets' chances of winning the NL pennant. The ground wants $50 million. Scherzer makes $45 million. All they had to do is win one game, and they controlled their destiny the last week of the season. They gave up seven home runs in three days, were never really in any of the ball games, and laid an egg against their own team that, never, that they never beat. And as Stevie said before, he's going to agree, gives them an impossible path as far as the winning the pennant. San Diego Dodgers Atlanta. The Mets are not beating all those three teams. That was a disastrous weekend. They had their two big pitchers, and the Braves knocked them off. All right, it's it's good. I don't know why he's got to scream it at you, but that's Chris. <laughs> that's, our, that's, our, that's Chris. Then he wouldn't be Chris. He'd just be just another right? yo-yo talk show. Exactly. Now, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But, again, we, we, we talk all the time. But why do you give all this money to pitchers? They pitch 35 times. No guarantee. And then if you get no offensive support, because it wasn't like Scherzer was awful. He's just not good enough. Right, and you know what would have made you good enough? Offensive support. So why don't you pay for that versus the pitching? It's very strange. It is strange. But let's, if you don't have the pitching, you don't win, and it's just it's weird. Let's keep the hot taking going. Do Here's it. LaShawn Shady McCoy on the I Am Athlete podcast talking about Kyler Murray. You know how we talk about Kyler Murray? It's like he's streaming. Should he be studying, doing that? That's who Aiton is. He's trash. Aiton, no, but Aiton played his role. You're like Aiton. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, you, your example, and I'm saying that the player you use is trash. Kyler Murray, trash. Wow, over high, overrated. He put like a he put like high school player runs around. <laughs> I think, I think he's overhyped. Runs backwards. He does a circle, the ballerina circle, then goes left, goes right, turns all the way around again, then looks for a wide receiver. He's trash. That's not so how you play home? quarterback. Well, tell him how you really feel there, Shady. Where's and that's what we want, right? We want that's that that's that's good stuff. Opinion. It's a bit strong, but but it's still good. But as Salah would say, let's keep the receipts and let's see. He's currently in 2022. Kyler is tied for 15th in yards, 15th in touchdowns, fifth uh, in interceptions, 17th in QBR. So it's not good. Do you remember, this is a guy who last offseason was trying to get an extension. Oh yeah. And after that, after having one of the worst playoff and, performances in history. And you know who was paying close attention to that mm. and was affected even more than probably Arizona by that contract? Mm. Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. So like, wait a minute. I want an MVP in this league. I'm better than him. Isn't it wild, too, Kyler, the up and down of Kyler's career? Like the the how fast you can go from hot to cold. What were they? What were they? Ten and two last Dude, year. They they were the best. Before team in they football. fell off in the last month of the season, yeah. uh, wouldn't you guys say he was the the breakout star of the NFL for the first 12, 13 yeah. weeks last year? I think it was Kyle. He was the guy. Everyone's like, oh wow, no, this guy's the real. Then deal. it fell apart. God awful playoff game against the Rams. But I was willing to say, you know what? Still, you can't ignore more than first half of the season, right? You know, so way more just, than first half. You know. But I understood he wanted to get the money, but it hasn't started off well. One of the wins, listen, the Raiders helped him out. He did have that phenomenal um, comeback and all. They they do come back, and he makes he extends plays and all that. But he's he's not Mahomes. 
He's uh, not Jackson. And I mentioned the play earlier. We hadn't played the audio of it. If you missed it, the this is the great call from Joe Buck of the Debo Samuel touchdown on Monday night. Okay. Third down and three. Quick throw. What a catch. Samuel stays upright. Terrific catch and run. One-on-one with Ramsey. Can't bring him down. Samuel. Highlight reel. Touchdown. How do people not like him, honestly? It's, it's, what's wrong? I don't get it. He doesn't like my team. He's rooting against my team. But everyone thinks that. So could it be true? Come on. Internally, I'm a disaster. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for ENN on this Thursday evening. Phone lines are open at 1-800-919-3776. You want to talk football? You want to talk baseball? You want to talk your favorite things about Andrew Gunling? I see Harry from Englewood Cliffs is on the line. Oh, wants good. to show love to Andrew. We'll take your calls on everything next right here. Peter and Don on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.